Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today's coaching coordinator podcast is from Lawrence First and Goal Clinic in 2021, a clinic that I had the privilege of moderating. And we are putting together that lineup for the 2022 clinic. You can see that at lfgf2022.coachesclinic.com. It's going to be another great clinic that benefits a great cause, supports the Lawrence First and Goal Foundation, which benefits pediatric brain tumor research and cancer services. In this episode, Aristotle Thompson, who's the running backs coach at Cal, talks about how he builds the culture in his position room. I think this is one that applies to every position, not just running backs. So let's take a listen to this one from Aristotle Thompson. As we get started here, you know, what I want to talk about uh, initially, I know some guys are, you know, think we'll get some X and O stuff, which we will. I think that uh, before we get to the X and O stuff, you know, I want to make sure I talk about the culture of my room, the culture of building the room the way you want it to be. And I think there's some things that you work through to get it how you want it. I don't think it's ever you know, right from the get-go, that's how I want it. And I think that it's something that you continue to build on to get your room the way you want it to, to get your position group the way you want it to, to get your team the way you want it to. You know, and one of the things that I did in prior to coming here and then after I got here as well, it took some time to make sure that we knew the history of this place before coming in because a big part of going into a program, big part of coming into a place and, and trying to be who you are, wanting to be who you are, right? Never trying to, to show that you're something that you're not, was knowing who, who the, the people that played here before and, and, and who are the legends, you know, the guys who laid the foundation for what this place was about. So, you know, talking to former coaches, talking to former players about the young men here and the way that things were, it matched up for the, for, for the mindset that I wanted to bring to the room, which, which is why it made it that much more intriguing to work with the, the guys that I work with. And as we got here, right, as we got here, we started to talk about and talk with these guys, you know, the Marshawn Lynch's, the, the Justin Forsett's, the Shane Brings, the job at best, you know, talking with, with those guys or people that are close to them about their time here and about what the room uh, looked like and about how the how, how the room felt right the feel of the room when you walk into it you know and I was uh, blessed my first year to have CJ Anderson come back and volunteer you know and kind of have him sit back and kind of be a fly on the wall and say okay hey no you, you know I think this is the way that things are, are trending I think they're trending well I think they're going in the direction we needed to you know so and understanding the way that these guys work and and the, the, and the standard that they upheld right you know, we all talk about room standards. Well, you know, when you got th this type of 
group of guys, you know, like I said, Marshawn Lynch, job at best, CJ Anderson, you know, Justin Forsett, Shane Vereen, these type of guys are going to the pros that have been here. You want to, you know, you want to push that to the room, not saying they have to be those guys, but there is a standard, you know, and I think one of the biggest things that, that I learned from all of this and, and talking to these former players and, and their coaches was not them just going to the NFL, but how many of them either played in Super Bowls or won Super Bowls? You know, I mean, you got Super Bowl champions. So to show the 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 fortitude, the mental toughness, the strength to make it through that NFL season to get to a Super Bowl and then win the thing. You know, we're talking, you know, upwards if you were a, a wild card team, talking upwards of 20 games, right? So you know, I think those, those are some things that we will press with here. We continue to press with here to let guys know that the sacrifices that you make on a daily basis will give you a chance to get there, you know? So uh, some of the things uh, with me, you know, I'm not gonna go and read this thing verbatim. Guys, don't don't worry about it. This, this is here is kind of a, a placeholder for you, you know? But some of the things I think that you have to look at when you're talking about, you know, the culture of your position group, the culture of your room, you know, you you have your core values, right? Those everyday things that that build who you are, you know, those, those catchphrases, those pitch words that you guys have, you know, um, but those values, I don't think change, right? They, they, they that's, I think that's the biggest thing is that those values don't change based on the players that you have in the room, which is why I went back and talked to some of those former players, right? To make sure that who I am and, and what I was doing was matching up, you know, what they did was matching up and who they were was matching up because I want those alum to come back. I want them to be the CJ Anderson's being in the room and, and talking to talking to me and, uh, and, and helping me grow uh, in my knowledge of the university of California and, and the Cal running backs, you know, so no matter when, you know, it's that whole tradition never, never graduates, you know, th those, those values, those behaviors, those things stay uh, congruent to to the place, you know, that that's what makes the place special that and the people who are able to uphold those, you know, and uh, some of these other things, you know, being involved in, in the community, I'm gonna jump down here a little bit, you know, but being involved in the community and understanding giving back, you know, that, that we're going to be active, obviously, in a non COVID year, you know, we'll be be out there in the community embracing those people to let them know that, you know, we're all in to to the the area, you know, it's not just what we're doing on the football field, but we're all in to the area, you know. Um, there's a couple other in here. Again, I'm not gonna read all these verbatim guys. If you guys have questions about that stuff, we'll pop them in there. Uh, but I think that caring, right? Showing your employees, showing your players, right? Because I think it's something to trans transition to business as well, that you care about them. You know, you're willing to give of yourself. You know, I, I think that's one of the things that has shaped who we are uh, as people and, and my family is that we're going to give everything of ourselves. You know, guys need something, we're going to help them through it. You know, we're going to help them through the tough times, help them through, you know, the team, the times they feel like the, the world is on their shoulders. We're going to take that, that weight off of them. You know, the time they want to get something to eat, you know, we're going to have them over getting something to have them over for, for seafood boil or whatnot. You know, my wife is from New Orleans, so she loves to cook it up, you know, so you guys ever come up to the Bay area when we get out of this whole COVID deal, you know, take care of you guys with some good food, come over to the house, sit down and connect a little bit. Uh, you know, but that caring part, you know, I think that caring is, is huge that you got to show people that, that you're there for them, that you love them, you're ready to put your arms uh, around them whenever they need, you know, um, some of the core tenants, you know, for my group, ROB, that's what we call, call the group, you know, uh, 
I'm not going to break down what ROB is for you. You know, you, you, you come in the room here, you'll, you'll find out what it is. But some of the core tenets I think that we talk about within our group, right? Uh, and this is a tough one, you know, plan for one another. You know, plan for one another is, is tough when you come from a place of being the guy in a system, right? You're, you're getting the football all the time, running back and whatnot, you know, but understanding what play for one another uh, is, you know, and it, it's something that you got to grow into, you know, even if you think you're already that guy, you know, you think you, you think you have that mindset, you know, it, there, there's ways to get to that. You know, we talk about protecting the program, you know, I'm not going to hit uh, on, a football part of protecting the program as much, but I will give you guys this, that we talk about one of the things within protecting the program. Okay. Just one of the, one of the parts of it is the football is the program. Every time that ball is extended to you in a handoff tossed to you, thrown to you, whatever it may be, however that ball gets to you, the program is in your hands and you have to do any and everything in your power to protect it. And that means carrying the ball the right way. That means presenting that ball back to the, to the official at the end of the play. That means that if it's a pass play and your, your responsibility is to block for the quarterback, well, the quarterback has that program, you got to protect it. So we, we talk about the program, you know, when we hold a football up to the group, we hold that football up, we're letting them know, hey, this is the program right here. You know, this, this, this is it. And then playing with a purpose, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later in this talk here about what that means and how that looks for us uh, here at Cal. Okay. But we talk about playing for, for one another, right. Plan for others. You know, one of the biggest things that I think that you can show not only from yourself, but explain and get across to your players is, is the accountability part, you know, uh, being accountable for, for where you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to be and the way that things are done. You know, I think that, that that's huge, you know, and I think that the more you give it to these young men nowadays, right? They need to understand controlling their own destiny by the choices they make every day. And that is from how they'll be off the field and how they'll be on the field, right? They're in control of it. And I think that, the more that they understand how they are in control of their own destiny, the better the, the product, the better the individual, right? I'm not going to say that the football X and O is always going to be exactly what you want to be. That's always a, a work, in, work in progress. But I think that them understanding that controlling their own destiny is something that's in their hands right there. You know, the way that they show up in the weight room with the intent, the ready to work. Right. The way that they they show up for the practice field with the intent rate of work. Right. The, the the way that they engage the offensive line, the way that they engage uh, the coaches in a meeting. Right. The way that, that they play on special teams and then the, the aptitude that they take into those meetings. Right. That they're able to apply to the field. Those are the things that, that help them get to the field, which is why they become better teammates. Right. When they simplify their life when they don't have a bunch of extracurricular things, right? I heard someone say it just the other day, you got school, you got football, and you got partying, right? You get the social life, okay? All right? You can't be good at all three as a college football player. You can probably be good at two, 
right? You got to decide which two, you know, and simplifying your life and understanding that you're on a college campus for a reason. Doesn't mean you can't have social, but you can't be great at the social part of it. Oh, you can't be great at the TikToks. You can't be great at the, at the, uh, the Instagram videos and think you'll be a great student at the same time, right? Be a great football player at the same time. You got to simplify your life and, 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 and do the little things the way you need them to be, because then it's going to take care of the big picture, right? But be on time, you know, that, that's, that's another piece to it, you know, but really looking at the control, controlling your destiny, right? Simplifying your life, okay? Uh, when you play for one another, right? Trust, you know, one of the things that myself and Coach McClure, our offensive line coach, talked about is developing a great trust between the O-line and the running back room, right? And one of the things that we've done to get our players to trust each other and trust our system, okay, is to do regular meetings, together right so we do two days a week we will do a voluntary right a voluntary meeting for the offensive line and the running backs where we will install the run game and review the run game from practice day before and talk about it so the offensive line is hearing the exact coaching points that i'm giving the running backs about where we're trying to put it the running backs are hearing the exact points that that coach mcclure is telling the offensive line and what they're trying to do. Us trying to get everybody on the same page so that we know that when we step on the field, we're all in it together, right? We understand that, hey, those guys are gonna block their butt off for us no matter what they can. We're gonna run as hard as we can for them as well, right? And that builds that trust when you work together about it, right? That you give your guys the opportunity to trust the system when you're working together about it, you know? So I don't know if you guys are doing any of that stuff, but I would encourage you to do it uh, to put that in. And we're, we're also, uh, you know, on top of that, we do about a 30 minute walkthrough for blitz pickup as well. Okay. So we'll do that as a pre-practice uh, structure as well, getting in there and just making sure that we're going through each and every blitz protection. And that way we get on the sideline. It's easy conversations about, oh, hey, this and that concept, right? This and that protection. Hey, we're supposed to, to, to respot this one, whatever it may be, right? But getting those guys to trust each other, that, that's that plan for one another, building those, that, that accountability and building that trust there, you know? But I think that part of, part of your accountability uh, and building that within your group, you know, comes from these things here. You know, you got to be able as a coach to go out and get the guys who want to play championship football. You know, they, they want to play at a high level. And that, that to me doesn't matter what level in college you're at. You know, you want guys who want to be a part of something greater than themselves, but they also want to be champions, right? They want to push. And as a coach, you mold that championship, right? You mold, you mold who they are by the culture in your room, by those, those other standards that we'll continue to talk about. You know, you put those guys in a place to, to be champions. They, they, all of them don't always understand what it takes, that sacrifice, right? But when you start and playing for others, right, and you hold, hold guys accountable, then they start to fall in line with where you're going on a championship concourse, you know? But also I think that, you know, recruiting guys that want to graduate, like that's something that I will always do. I, you can go out and recruit guys who want to play in the NFL, and that's awesome. I want guys who want to graduate as well because that's another achievement for them. They're not just one-sided that, hey, my goal is to play in the NFL or my goal is to start as a freshman. You know, I want to graduate. That's something, that's something concrete. That's something tangible. Again, that's something that as an individual – I control, right? If I'm the player, I control that, right? 
I can control all the little things that I work to to try to get myself to be a starter. I can work hard and hope that I get a chance to play in the NFL, that I've, I've done enough, but I know that I can graduate. I know that if I do these courses this many times, right, this many courses each year, 12 per term, 12 per semester, 16 per semester, whatever it may be for your program, that you can graduate. You know, so recruiting those guys who want those things, right, you're able to push the agenda. And they understand the accountability pieces that go into it, you know. Uh, commitment, right? You talk about playing for one another. You got to be committed to each other. You know, you got to be committed to each other and you, you got to be observing. You got to see it. You know, that's just a little piece I throw my running backs about, about it being a game of inches. You know, the, the running backs who see the game, you know, who see the game well, they see the inches. They know where to take those little cracks. They know where to take those little, little creases, but they also know that it's a big difference between, you know, giving them the ball in fourth and one and having the quarterback sneak it. No, hey, we can find those inches. We can find those, those steps where we're observing. We see what's going on within the game, you know, and, the details, right? The details within it, you know, that's a big piece of why we meet with our offensive line, why we meet uh, on blitz pickup on the field with these guys. We want them to understand that there's more to it than just saying, hey, I got that linebacker or, hey, I'm getting the ball hand off to me. You understand the big picture of what's going on within a play, why that play is constructed a certain way, why it's developed the way it is, you know? And this is one, this last part, be all in, you know, you have to be all in as a coach in order to get those players all in. You know, you want those guys to, to come out and practice hard. You better come out to practice hard yourself. You know, you, 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 you want those guys to, to be dialed in in a meeting and you want them to take great notes and all that stuff. All right. Have that board ready for them to, to, to jot down great things, you know, give them the tools to do it, make your meeting to where it's one that you're engaging those guys. Right. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of fun in the meeting room using the cahoots and using these other tools, but sometimes it's good just getting those guys up on the board and hearing them regurgitate what they've talked about, you know, finding ways to make sure they're all in as a, as a coach is part of that, that thing, you know, not just telling them, Hey, you got to be all in everything we're doing. Well, we got to grow them into that, right? We got to grow them into those things. Okay. Talk to a little bit about this earlier within the position culture about controlling your own destiny. I think, you know, you can kind of sum that up with controlling your own destiny for me as, as a couple of these pieces here, right? Helping young people see things in themselves they are unable to see, right? They don't see themselves as a college graduate. You have to help them, right? You have to show them how they can get there. Give them examples of other people. Tell them things they've done positive in their life to get to that point, right? Help them see how great they can be. What you see and when you recruit them or when if you're a high school coach, when you see them coming up from the, from the youth levels, right? The things that you see in them, right? Paint that picture for them, but let them know that it's a process to get to it, right? There's a, there's a whole chain of reactions and steps and things that you need to do to get there. You know, and if you can be great at helping them see that in themselves, you'll get a great product from the young men, right? You'll get everything you want from them. They'll, they'll give you the, your, your, their all, right? Everything they got inside of them, they, they will, they'll give it to you. You know, uh, one of the things that I'm, I'm huge on, right, as well, is this next piece here. No excuses, right? There's no excuses. If if my, my Zoom cuts out right now, that's not on anybody else but me, right? If, if something pops up here, 
you know, that wasn't supposed to be there, and that's on me, right? No excuses. There's reasons, right? There's a reason things happen, okay? And then your reaction to it, but don't make an excuse. Oh, hey, damn, I overslept, okay? That's why you're late, because you overslept, but what's your reaction? Is it to call coach immediately, or is it just to run in there a half hour late, or just don't show up, right? Hey, coach, uh, I, I missed the bus. Why'd you miss the bus? I didn't set my alarm like you told me to. Okay, that's the reason, all right? And what's your reaction to it? How are we getting there to, to get this thing done? You know, we're not gonna make excuses for things. We're not gonna sit up, you know, I tell guys all the time, if I got a question for you about some series and your answer takes more than 20 seconds, you're probably full of it, right? Probably full of it. Back it up, give me the cut and dry, right to the point, let's go. Tell me what it is, right? Let's, let's not make excuses. I don't need some long story. Get right to the point, own that thing, right? And no complaining, right? Not, not into complaining. Don't, don't want to hear complaining, right? Everybody has something tough in their life. Most people have it tougher than us. And especially here at University of California, there's a lot of people just in this world that they got a lot of tougher. We ain't got to go too far to see people that got it tougher than us. So we ain't going to complain about anything. We ain't complaining about our conditions. We ain't complaining about the gear we got. We ain't complaining about where we're standing. Man, we got it pretty dang good. We got nothing to complain about. And if you feel like you got something to complain about, you know, you might want to step yourself into a different room. And that's just, just it, you know, and you're going to hear that across the board, not only from my room, but you're going to hear that across the board from, from other coaches in their rooms as well. You know, you know, we talk about Make sure I'm not missing any questions over here for you guys. I'm trying to look at this thing here. Okay, nothing there. All right, so you know, talked about that that kind of developing that team first mentality, right? That's that stuff we do with the offensive line. Okay, getting them, you know, making sure that we're on the same page because it's not just about the runners, it's not just about the lines, it's about the team, right? We put that stuff in into place, but that that has to be synonymous. You know, one of the things that I encourage, right, right from the get go, is that if guys want to play in our room, they better get on special teams. Why? Because that's about our team, right? That's about whatever, who cares what running play, what pass plays call, we'll get involved with special teams to help our squad, help our team. You know, that, that's one of the things that we push for guys to get involved with special teams. You know, special teams, you're only thinking about yourself. You're only thinking about yourself. I don't know how many reps I got for you. You know, I just don't, you know, lean by example, you know, I mean, that's the old adage, hey, be the first in line, right? But lead by example is not just on the field. It's in the meeting room, right? In the meeting room, how are you leading the young guys? How are you leading the old guys, you know? How are you able to <coughs> – excuse me. How are you able to regurgitate or explain what Coach says to one of the young guys who may have a question, you know, offline, right? One of those guys who may have a question on the field, you know? How are you able to show – be the example of how you sit up – in a meeting room, how you react when you walk in there, how you engage with other coaches. You know, it's a different way to, to do these things and, and being able to show, right, the young and show the others how to do it is how we lead by example, not just being the first in line, right? There, there's a million ways outside of in between the lines that you can be an example, okay? You know, competition, right? Every year, I mean, you, get, you guys are seeing this uh, across, the, across the board, be it high school, college, right? Kids are transferring left and right. A lot are transferring for, for reasons that, you know, we won't even get into, but, you know, some of them are transferring because of the competition. You know, the competition is not 
uh, what they want. They don't want to be in that spot, right? They don't want to go push to, to fight for the competition. They want it handed to them. You know, we talk about guys embracing the competition, right? Embracing that moment, you know, and when you say embrace the competition, it doesn't mean that, hey, you know, I can't talk to the other guys I'm competing with four times. Embracing it means that you share thought, you share uh, a vision, you share aspect, you talk about nuances within plays and then go at it and show, can you do that better? The next person, hey, I've given you everything that I have for the play. I've given you everything that I have for this concept, but I'm still going to do it better than you. You know what to do and I'm still going to do it better than you, right? Same thing in the game. Hey, the defense is picking up our, our audibles. So what? Stop it. They got to line up. Stop us, right? At the end of the day, you embrace that moment, you embrace that competition, and, and that's protecting the program, right? When you're ready for those moments, when you embrace how to get better as a group, how to get better as a player by being competitive amongst each other, you're protecting the program. Your program is growing, right? And this one here, you know, I got this from a, a coach that I worked with, Chris Peterson. Love this, this, this statement right here. You know, the commitment over routine, right? Just because you go to practice, you go to meetings, you go to weights, right? You're doing all these things. That's part of your routine, right? You're, you're, you're showing up. You're checking the box off, right? Checking the box off. Yep, I'm here, I'm here. Why aren't I playing, right? Well, when you protect the program, it's the commitment to it, okay? It's the commitment to showing up to the weight room with the right attitude. I'm there 15 minutes early so I can do my pre-stretching, my rolling out, okay? I can get my band work done, right? And now I'm going in and I'm making sure everybody else in my group is here ready to go as well, right? We're all there, we're all in, ready to go, right? When I step onto the practice field, Okay. I finished out any meeting that I had with, with, with notes, with, with questions and things before we got there. So I'm not asking coach a bunch of questions during practice. Okay. I'm at home. I'm putting in the extra time. I got the iPad. I got the thundercloud. I got all the stuff that I can watch. I got huddle at home. I can watch more film. Okay. I, I see one of my teammates struggling with something off the field. I'm able to bring them under my wing and talk to them a little bit and get them to the necessary people on campus or to the necessary coaches to talk to them about what's going on. I'm committed to doing the extra. I'm committed to making the routine, right? I'm committed to making this routine something more than just something that I do on a daily basis. I'm taking it up a notch. I'm trying to do everything the best I can. We don't go through things in routine. We don't just show up and want, 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 which is why you throw curveballs at these guys in different situations to see their level of commitment. All right, you'll find out real fast who, what, what guys are committed to it and what guys are, are, are just going through routine, you know, but never confuse routine with commitment. A lot of guys, uh, young men, I'll say, have a hard time understanding that because it's just what they do, right? They just go through a process, you know, they go through, oh, hey, I'm supposed to be here, I'm supposed to be there, I'm supposed to be there. What did you do in between those times? I just slept. Okay, that's your routine. We need a commitment. We need you to up the ante for what you're doing. You know, a, a good friend of mine, another quick quick one, talks about commitment. So you guys probably heard this before, but Saga Tuatelli, offensive line coach at Army, told me this one about, <laughs> about the chicken and the pig, right? The commitment for breakfast, okay? The chicken laid those eggs, boom, shot them out, get them in there, scrap them up, you got good eggs. 
all right? That pig, that pig made a commitment, right? The pig had to go to the slaughterhouse, go all in. There, there is no cut, cut, a, cut a little bit of the tail for some bacon. That pig is committed to it, right? All the way in, you know, you get the, the chicken or, or, or the pig, you know who's committed to breakfast. The chicken's just a part of the process. That bacon's making that full out commitment, so. You know, the last little piece of this leadership part, right, is the culture of extreme ownership. I'm not going to go into, you know, the, the, the standards of, because that, that, that's for your program, right? But I think this goes through with any program, regardless of high school, youth football, college, professional, business model, whatever it may be, culture of extreme ownership. You know, players have to see their value and have to be committed and have ownership in what's going on, you know, and that is across the program. You know, they have to know it's their program and it's going to be what they make it. You know, coaches are stewards of opportunity and information, but it's going to be what the players want. You know, the, the culture of extreme ownership is something that, that has to be rampant. You know, the players have to believe and have to understand that they have complete ownership of the place to make it what they want. You know, and one of the, I, I got uh, a part of this culture of extreme ownership where I was at Cal Poly. It was 2017 going through the, the worst season of my coaching career. I think we went one in 10, right? Hard, hard season you know, really hard season coming off of playoffs, whatnot the year before, you know, it was a lot of ups and downs. And one of my, my good friends from high school, uh, he sends me this audio book. Okay. It's by Jocko Willenick, uh, culture, uh, excuse me, extreme ownership as taught to by the Navy SEALs. And it goes through a number of examples from warfare, but also in the business world. And, the pitfalls that were happening within the military uh, in, in their assignments. And then this again was in, in wartime and the same pitfalls within the business world had everything to do with people owning up to the faults and looking at how they were able to prepare the people around them and how they were able to get others to take ownership and be ready and responsible for their area. You know, that that was a, a huge piece for me. And it was not about the players weren't playing hard enough. Uh, the the calls weren't weren't getting in on time. You know, we weren't preparing them. It's like, no, it was me. I didn't do enough. You know, I didn't do enough. And, and when when something happens on, on the field or in the meeting room, I started with myself and, I, and then it in turn gets the players to look at themselves as well, as opposed to wanting to point the finger to other people. Right. When we can have ownership of good and bad, it allows them to have it as well. You know, I don't want the praise, but when things ain't right, that's on me. I'll take that. Yep, I got that. You guys, you guys get the glory, you know, and so you're able to grow with them, right? You're able to get them to, to problem solve when they have ownership in it. They're not just looking to point the finger or looking to, to jump ship, if you will. Okay. One of the, another tenant for us, right? Doing work. Okay, that's one of our little breaks there, right? Do work, you know, great work, right? You want to go in and you want to work hard, right? Great work ethic, right? You want to go in and put everything you have into it. 
Yeah, you want to be prepared. You want to have your body ready to go. You want to have your mind ready to go. You know, the mental training is huge, fellas. The mental training that you, you do with the players is huge, be it from reading books, be it to uh, using flashcards, being it to, to challenging them to think about things that are outside of their, their scope in the world. But training them to be stronger thinkers is huge. And when you put that into play, we talk about it in this. We talk about an intentional mindset that when I step into, again, I step into that meeting room, my intent is to learn and have a better understanding of the script, of the playbook, of whatever coach sent me prior to the meeting. I'm going to get a better understanding. I'm going to have my mind locked into this. I'm not going to be thinking about it anymore. So I'm not going to be on my phone trying to post pictures. I'm locked in. I'm intentional with everything that this information is about to come to me, right? everything that's going on, I have an intent to learn, to get better, to utilize this information for me, okay? And from there, you take that mindset and put it into play, deliberate actions. What are deliberate actions? The step, the same way every time it's supposed to be, be on point with that step. I'm deliberate in how I'm doing this. Why? Because coaches, told me why this step is important to this play, why this is crucial to this play, okay? I'm deliberate in the way that I step onto the field. I'm not having to pull up my pants and this and that. I'm not getting sent back into the locker room because I'm not winning right. I'm deliberate in the intent and the action that I'm taking to go onto that field, right? I'm deliberate in the way that I do things. When you have an intentional mindset and an understanding of what you're learning and you're deliberate in the way that you do it, you get the most out of yourself. And that's not just players, right? That's coaches as well. You know, we, we try to take this mindset as us here as coaches as well, that we're deliberate in how we're doing things, right? We're not gonna mince words, right? We're gonna be deliberate in those hard conversations that we have with young men, okay? When, when a, a guy wants to know why he's not playing, I'm breaking out the tape and I'm showing him. You know, I'm not, oh, well, you show them. You're deliberate with it and you're firm with them and understand that if I shoot it to them straight, they may not like it, but they know where I'm coming from. They know that I'm honest with them, you know. Okay. A little bit here. I'm, I'm going to skip this one here. You know, I think this is something that I think that all of us strive for and all of us want to be a part of. You know, we talked about it a little bit when in, in the compete part. But I want to get to, to these next ones here. You know, I think that these are really things that, that fall in line with who we are when we talk about what we're doing, right? You know, we're going to play with a purpose here, right? Okay, we're going to play tough. That doesn't mean that I'm, I'm, the, I'm the big knockout artist. You know, I'm, I'm hitting everybody. I'm, I'm putting people on their butt, right? No, it just means that I'm going to determine the way a play finishes, be it as a blocker, be it as a ball carrier, Okay, I'm going to determine the way ends. I'm going to determine if I got proper ball leverage. Okay, I'm going to determine if it's a two-minute scenario and I have to get out of bounds, or is it a scenario that I can't cut back, or that I got to finish to get the first down. I'm going to determine the way that play ends. That's toughness. At every play, you decide how the play ends, not the opponent. You decide how the play ends, and you'll see that, right? You'll see that from guys. Well, guys who have that mindset, you see it on tape for. Okay, want to be a hard runner here? Running back here, you want to be a hard runner. Okay. Again, that does not mean that you run everybody over. That does not mean that. What it means is that people think twice before they want to step in front of you. 
They think twice because you're coming downhill and you don't have to be 6'2", 6'3", as a runner. You ain't got to be Eddie George, right? You ain't got to be Derrick Henry, okay? All right, hard runners come in every same size, but it's the pace that you play at. And then as that hard runner, you determine the way that a play finishes, okay? Talked about that mindset already a little bit, okay? All right, want to jump ahead to this part here, persistent and consistent. You keep doing it. You keep doing it. Every single time you're there, you're there, you're there, you're going, you're going, you're going, right? Coach can count on you, your teammates can count on you to continue to do the little stuff right each and every rep that you get out there, okay? All right, little, last little piece here has to do with your opportunity and what you have in front of you, okay? Tell guys this all the time, don't wait for an opportunity, create it, right? Create it. How do you create that opportunity? Well, get out of your comfort zone, okay? Get out of where you feel you're in a good space at, right? Push yourself to do something different. Push yourself to go the extra mile. Push yourself to get back out there and take some more reps in that drill. Push yourself to think how a quarterback thinks about a play. Push yourself to think about how an offensive lineman thinks about it. Not just as, hey, how do I get the ball and run with it, right? Get out of your comfort zone. You will experience growth getting out of that comfort zone. You stay in a comfortable place as a coach, as a player, as a parent. You're not going to grow. And the people around you won't grow. The people that you have influence over won't grow. You know, I challenge myself a lot as a parent to continue to make sure I'm giving my kids hugs all the time, right? Let them know I love them, you know? Didn't do a ton of that when I was a kid, right? Growing up, didn't hear, didn't hear a lot. I knew it was love there, right? But telling them how much I love them and, and, and putting my arms around them. And the same thing with my players here, right? Letting them know, hey, it's all love. Everything I do is out of love for them. I tell them, we finish every conversation with it's all love, a handshake and a hug. Right. It's always love getting out of that. Oh, we're football guys. We have to be this way. No, we let those guys know we love them and we care for them. And everything we do is for their benefit, which is going to push them to get out of that comfort zone. It's going to push them to open up their, their selves. Right. One of one of the things that we do here and I've done this since I've been in coaching is that we do a little thing called story. Right. So every every year we start off fall camp with getting out of our comfort zone. I start with myself talking about my upbringing, about my family, about hardships that I face in life. And a lot of these conversations that we have in them, we're pouring our emotion out, right? It becomes emotion. You get guys crying, you know, you get coach crying, right? You're talking about some things that, that have been really, you know, really instrumental in your life or things that have been hard in your life. And when you get out of that comfort zone and you put down that guard to them, you know, it, it gives them a chance to say, okay, hey, I can give up myself. I can get out of my comfort zone. And now you crack that shell that everybody has, that, 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 that macho, you know, that, that, uh, that bravado that we all walk around with, that's, that's down. And now let's grow, right? Now let's grow together, you know, kind of build it from there. So that's, a, that's the piece, man, you know, that I think that it really – solidifies what we're trying to do and how we started off and it kind of went backwards with it and maybe should have started with this part about getting those guys out of the comfort zone and and that's a, 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 an initial aiming point for your culture in your room you know but I think when you when you sum it up if you get guys out of that comfort zone and you push them to be the best they can 
right? You don't confuse that that commitment or excuse me, that routine, that commitment, you know, you 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 end up in a good place. Thanks again for listening to the Coaching Coordinator Podcast. A reminder to go to lfgf2022.coachesclinic.com to register for Lawrence First and Gold Clinic, which is March 3rd through the 5th. Again, another outstanding lineup of college and NFL coaches who are donating their presentations and their time to a great cause. Again, go to lfgf2022.coachesclinic.com. The link to this entire clinic from Aristotle Thompson can be found in the show notes, as well as links to our running back playlist and other related content.